Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad. 6.30 Chad and the Edmonton Oilers Hockey Club present the show that is everything Oilers. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Service for all brands of print equipment in your office? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A on Oilers Radio. 6.30 Chad. Brendan Escott with you on this Wednesday edition of Oilers Now. Appreciate you tuning in, sticking around. We've got a fun uh, final hour planned here. And we'll check in uh, with Darnell Nurse from Slovakia momentarily. Got to remind you, though, that Oilers Now is brought to you by Digitex. PCs, copiers, supplies, printers, laptops, IT, plotters, software. And now Digitex can manage your corporate cell phone plans, saving your company money. All your devices managed at digitex.ca. River Creek Resort Casino Hotline is at 780-496-0063. And the text line, 630-630. That's the Heartland Ford text line. With over $10 million in new and pre-owned inventory, they are one of the largest volume Ford dealers in Alberta. Experience the difference of Heartland Ford. We're on Twitter. The show is at Oilers Now. Myself at Brendan Escott. And Bob is at Bob underscore Stoffer. Uh, a couple texts here just before we get into it with Darnell Nurse. Uh, what about Rocky Thompson as an option? Yeah, he's definitely, uh, he would be on my list for sure. And he's got the tie to Edmonton having uh, been an assistant here before. So uh, there's that. Experience comes from mistakes, says uh, it's either Guy or Guy. Apologies, but he's out of Stony Plain. Experience comes from making mistakes. At this point, with the Oilers franchise having the last 13-year run that it has, I don't believe that Oilers fans want a coach who's going to come in and make mistakes. They want a coach who's going to come in and, as Ken Holland put it, provide stability. Texter in Edmonton says, To suggest the Oilers fans are in tune with hockey knowledge, that makes me question your hockey IQ, Brendan. It's not all bad. I just think the negative ones are louder. (laughs) Simply put... All right, uh, Darnell Nurse is on standby here. Uh, we will bring him in, and Darnell, obviously, over representing Team Canada, uh, not the first time that he's done this, but uh, we'll start by thanking you for loaning us some time today. Yeah, thanks for having me on. So uh, it's easy to turn down the offer to play for Hockey Canada at the World Championships. We see it happen, mm-hmm. uh, you know, quite a few times with uh, players in the NHL, but you have accepted the offer twice now. I'm just curious, uh, you know, what goes into the decision-making for you and, and being able to suit up for Team Canada? Yeah, you know, obviously, anytime you have the opportunity to represent your country, you want to, um, you know, for me, you think long and hard about it. And, uh, you know, it's... Uh, no, obviously one of the one of the greatest feelings to be able to play on the Canadian crest and, and play hockey. So uh it was a pretty pretty easy decision for me and uh, at the same time when when you're able to play off I know uh 
know, you'd be sitting at home for, for the first week or two and enjoying some family time and whatnot. But after that, you want to get back to work. So I kind of figured uh, it'd be a lot more fun to, to keep playing and uh, play some meaningful games here in May and uh, put off the training till June. You've had uh, quite a few opportunities now to put on the Maple Leaf over the course of your career. Is is each time you do it just a little bit different, a little bit unique? Yeah, every time is different. Obviously, every every tournament is different. Um, the more you the more you come and, and play in these tournaments, the more comfortable you get. Uh, you know, not only to the to the game, but also to you know, the processes uh, outside the game. And, um, anything from from the hotels here to the uh, to the food. It's and get to you know enjoy some of these different cities. It's uh, it's always a great experience. Do you have a favorite one that you've been to so far in your career? Uh, I don't know if I have a favorite. Honestly, this this trip so far has been great. Um, we had the opportunity to start off in Vienna, and um, you know obviously play here in Kashita so far. It's uh, it's been a great experience. And, uh, hoping to build on it. Darnell Nurse on the River Cree Resort Casino Hotline from Slovakia. Um, obviously, the big thing when you go to play in the Worlds, Darnell, is the adjustment to playing on that bigger ice surface. Um, and particularly when you're playing against a team like Finland, and they've got most of the guys on their roster that are accustomed to playing on that large ice surface. So how much of an adjustment is it for you when you first arrive there to make that shift over? Yeah, big thing about playing on uh, you know, the big ice and uh, you know, you play against guys that play on all year. It's, it, a lot of it comes down to structure uh, within your system. So, you know, the, the best teams, uh, the teams that have probably the most success in, in this tournament, you know, they, they have great structure and, and they check really well. That's why you, you know, obviously there, there's uh, no only only one or two NHL players on on the Finland team, but you know they play so well and they check so well um, and, and they. You know, play within their system on, on the on the big ice. And that's why they're so effective, and you know, obviously, uh, been been really really good so far. And, um, you, you know, you look around the tournaments, and, and it's it's kind of the same way we played Slovakia. They're such a great uh, great checking team, and they stuck their system and their structure, and um, that makes it uh, makes it tough night, especially on the big ice. What is it like when you're you're going into a game, and I look back to the game against Great Britain, so obviously not a hockey-dominant country, to say the least, but uh, on top of that, you don't really have any sort of a scouting report necessarily, so how do you prepare for a team that um, you, you know you're going to be quite a bit better skill-wise than, and a team that you, you're not even sure who's on the other end of the ice? Yeah, you know, you, you prepare the same way as any other game, obviously, um, Gonna be a little different. Like you said you don't know who's on the other team or never play against uh, any of the players. But you know, at the, at the same time for us, it was you know it's our second game or yeah, second or third game in the tournament. Um, so you have to come out and, and play a strong game and you know find your systems, find you know your feel between uh, between your line mates and your D partners. And, um, so you know, no matter who the who the opponent opponent is, and, and especially in that Great Britain game it, for us, it was important for us to, to start to find our game and um, you know, have something to build off of. Darnell Nurse, live from Slovakia right now. Uh, Darnell, you guys just lost Brandon Montour for the tournament. It was already a very young decor. Um, are you finding yourself in somewhat of a leadership role with this group? Yeah, on the, on the back end for sure. Obviously, having uh, played in this tournament before, um, you know, a lot of us at some point in our careers have, have crossed paths and, and played with each other. So, um, yeah, we're, we're young, but you have a very capable group. I think you look around 
you look around our, our team and um, sure our age might not be uh, our ages might not be the highest but you know we have a lot of guys that average a lot of time on ice and play really big roles on their teams uh, throughout the regular season so um, yeah obviously uh, you got getting a little thin but you know, at the same time uh, we've all played uh, big roles for, for 82 games and and the best league in the world. You're there with uh, a new set of coaches, new teammates, uh, some guys that you've seen and donned the Canadian colors with before, but it's got to be an excellent learning experience just being able to pick so many new brains. Is that fair to say? Yeah, it is a really cool experience. Everyone... uh Everyone has different, uh, you know, different ways they prepare for games. Different ways they they see the game. Uh, you know, when you get to play with with different players, and you know, obviously interact only in, in games, but also in practice, and, uh, you, you start to pick up on some things. And um, you know, if there guys are, everyone here is here for a reason. And uh, you know, you come to these come to these events and. It's at the end of the year, and sometimes uh, you know it can be feel a little bit relaxed at the at the start of it before everything dials in. But you know, some of the hardest working guys uh, you know, I've been around, and it's uh, it shows not only in the games but also in practice when we're competing against each other. Joined by Darnell Nurse on the River Cree Resort Casino Hotline. Uh, back home, Darnell, obviously a new general manager here at Edmonton. Uh, what do you know about Ken Holland? Have you had any interactions with him over the course of your career? No, I've never had uh, never had any interactions. Obviously, um, you know he's a he's a general manager that's had so much success in, in the NHL and, and built uh, you know built a team that was you know one of one of the best organizations in the league for a long time. Um, obviously, a couple of guys are on this team of um, you know worked with uh, worked with them and uh, you know looking really looking forward to having the opportunity to. To uh, know, pick his brain a little bit, and um, excited for the direction our, our organization is going. Just to clear it up, you haven't uh, you haven't been in touch with him quite yet, I imagine, hey? No, no, not yet. Uh, we'll leave you with this, Darnell. You've got to be a basketball fan. Kawhi Leonard hits the greatest shot in Raptors history. You were probably fast asleep when it happened live, but uh, over in Slovakia, you caught the highlights. What did you think? Yeah, I woke up in the morning and it was the first thing I saw. Um, that's a that's a great way to great way to start your day. So, yeah, I've been uh, been watching a lot of the Raptors and looking forward to uh, looking forward to this next series too. All right, Darnell, uh, I wish you the best of luck going forward in this tournament. And again, we appreciate you taking the time to chat today. Awesome, thank you. Always so nice of Darnell Nurse to make himself available to the Edmonton media. Uh, three games over there so far for a big number 25 and one assist to speak of, plus one in the tournament. They fire it up against uh, France tomorrow morning, 7 o'clock, uh, so put the coffee on nice and early for that one. One fifteen here at Edmonton, we'll press pause, come back with some more of your text messages. Brendan Escott with you today on Oilers Now. This is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. 118 in Edmonton, Brendan Escott here with you on Oilers Now. Keep the text flowing at 630-630. We'll also open up the River Cree Resort Casino hotline if you've got something on your mind. You can dial us up at 780-496-0063. We'd be happy to hear from you. Uh, Shane here in Edmonton says, Brendan, if Ryan McLeod wins a job out of training camp next year, then Ken Holland will have failed. All due respect to Ryan's size and skating, he's still just too young. Let him experience a full pro season with the Condors and get a veteran third-line NHL center or perhaps even put Sam Gagne in that role. 
couple interesting points there. With the lack of depth on the wing, I really think the preference would be to keep Sam Gagne there, especially given his performance throughout the course of his, uh, after he got picked up by the Oilers. He looked good. It was it was a nice story, and it was a good performance by Sam Gagne. So if at all possible, my guess is they're going to put him on the wing. Um one thing we've got to remember here is it's not a foregone conclusion that if a young player makes the leap to the NHL that he's going to fall flat on his face. And the one name that pops into my head is is uh, Robert Thomas out in St. Louis. I'm not saying that there's a direct parallel to be drawn between him and Ryan McLeod. However, Thomas did make the jump this year to the NHL from junior and played 70 games, put up 33 points. So don't treat it as if it's impossible. I understand that a revisionist history would lead you to believe that it's uh, it's tough to do, but it's not impossible. And I think that people need to shake that notion. Uh, you know what? If you think that I'm wrong, fine. But uh, we've seen it be successful in other spots. So don't discount that. Out of Grand Prairie, I disagree with Craig on the defense first mentality. For the Oilers, I believe that comes in time from the same players playing together for a long period. Also, look at Toronto. All offense and almost beat Boston in the playoffs. And correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe our top three players have more offensive talent than Toronto's. There's a hot take. But we surround them with slower fourth-line players, except for Cassian. We love that guy. Simply put, need to get Nuge two wingers by moving out a defenseman. You know what, in talking with Mark Spector yesterday and, uh, you know, some of the other rumors floating around the Edmonton Oilers Twitter and what have you, that seems like the most likely scenario. Sekiro's name coming up in buyout talks. If that's the route they want to take, they, uh, they I believe it's about $3 million they save on the cap by uh, handing Andre Sekera the door. I don't know that that's necessarily the best move because of how we saw... Matt Benning respond when Sekiro was reinserted into the lineup. You could see the difference, the composure, the calmness. We talked about this on Tuesday, but there is value that Sekiro brings. And if health was a very serious concern for him, ask yourself whether or not he'd be playing for Slovakia at the World Championships right now like he is. Speaking of which, they're down one nothing to Leon Dreisaitl's German team as we speak. That's just history. That's not revisionist history. All right. Oh, here it comes from Topher. Did you just say compare McLeod to Thomas? You're proving that guy right. Oilers fans don't know what we're talking about. No, I'm not comparing the two. I'm saying I'm using that as an example to say that a young player can have success. Andrei Svechnikov, albeit a second overall pick, yes. But uh, he had no problem making the jump. So there's players that can do it. Let's model our team after a team that hasn't been further than Edmonton in the past 10 years. That's Leafs logic. Oh my goodness, you guys are something else. Liked what I heard out of Darnell Nurse, uh, obviously confirming what we know, and that is that Ken Holland has yet to touch base with any of the players, uh, taking his time, getting his ducks in the row. Doesn't give us much to talk about on the radio, but uh, not, not necessarily a bad thing. To, uh, to have that be the case. And once again, there's there's one more head coaching job that's accounted for, and it was picked up by somebody who was never really being considered by the Oilers. So that, again, leaves pretty much all the options that people have been bouncing around still out there on the table. Todd Nelson uh, getting a lot of praise from you on the text line. 
And uh, we know that Dave Tippett has been considered. Rocky Thompson's another one that they love. Uh, they love percolating over. We can go back into uh, this this lineup, this forecasted lineup that Bob had uh, for the AHL next year. And you know what? Obviously, that's a long way out. It is a long way out, but this is to show some of the organizational depth, particularly on defense. So the way Bob breaks it down, you've got Tyler Benson, Cooper Marodi, and Kyler Yamamoto. There's, in all likelihood, your three best forward prospects, at least in theory, and uh, followed by Joe Gambardella, uh, possibly an AHL veteran center on an NHL deal. So you're looking at making a couple of ads here, and then Josh Curry. Gambardella, Josh Curry, they are energy guys. We know what they can do to contribute at the NHL level, but I don't believe they're necessarily an answer. I think that there's a better route to take, but they are... They are players that you can bring up and down and, and they won't necessarily have their development stunted by that sort of thing. That's what the Oilers need is a couple of guys like that, especially up front who you can have as go-tos when there's injuries because that is going to happen, but you don't want to be toying with the development of a Yamamoto, of a Benson, especially with Benson coming off of first full healthy offseason and you've seen what he can do. So sending him on the carousel ride just because he's your top prospect probably not the best option so that's where a guy like a Joe Gambardella like a Josh Curry comes in Gambardella one of their best playoff performers down in Bakersfield this year as well Ostop Safin on the left wing of this proposed third line along with Ryan McLeod and Kirill Maximoff what a draft they had in 2017 Kirill Maximoff having another excellent season uh, down in uh the CHL, Nolan VC on the fourth line, and AHL vet and Cameron Hebig. So you start looking at this and the overhaul that they've done in Bakersfield, and you've got to give a lot of credit to Jay Woodcroft as well. But the overhaul, even up front, those are names we're familiar with. Those are some pretty good-looking names. If it shakes down as Bob is forecasting, and that won't be completely, completely accurate, but uh, they're in better shape. On the back end, this is where it really gets fun to uh, to to look at and to speculate. Evan Bouchard down there with Dmitry Samarukov. You've got uh, Keegan Lowe, the captain of the Condors, alongside Ethan Bear, and then uh, William Legison, Logan Day, Brandon Manning being the seventh option there. As he does still have next year under contract. And then Starrett, Skinner, and Wells are, is your goaltending trio. And all of them have shown flashes that they could, there could be something there. All of them have uh, showed flashes that they are very young goaltenders, still very much developing. Now you might be missing two names out of this, and Bob has also said Caleb Jones, Joel Person. Don't be surprised to see them with the Oilers next year. But that means there's going to have to be some off-season moves happening as <clears throat> Pardon me, as well. Texture out of Edmonton says, You're right about uh, some young players being able to make the jump to the NHL. It's almost impossible to predict, and it could be your top guy like Bouchard or a bottom six forward like Gambardella. It's situational too. It depends on where you have the need, but it is possible. I agree with that wholeheartedly. I just, I really want to, to emphasize, like, my opinion on this is you don't write him off because he's not 20 years old yet because we've seen, depends on the player, the maturity level, it's different for everybody, regardless of where you get drafted, right? You can make that jump. Don't expect them to, but they can. So... In terms of the goaltending next year, I think you're getting a pretty good look at two of the front-running options for the backup position to Miko Koskinen. As we know, we're looking at, uh, Mark Spector mentioned this as well, uh, a split, probably 45, maybe 50 games out of Miko Koskinen. 
And then you're going to need somebody else to fill in the next, what, 32 plus, 32 to 37 games, you got to figure. Curtis McElhenney, he is he's not 35 already. He will be next year. So that's you're not signing him to any kind of a long-term deal. So if that's the route that you take, you're buying a year for some of the younger guys. Maybe Shane Starrett has that one more year of development. He can come in. Just a suggestion. But Peter Morazic's another option in Carolina and and uh, somebody who has struggled as a starter but can fill in as a, as a backup. And you might look at a couple more years out of him just because he's the younger guy. Uh, he's only turning 27 this upcoming year, if I'm not mistaken. I might be a little off on that, but we can confirm uh, later. But there's, there's another option, and you look at the list of pending UFA goaltenders, probably two good options for the Oilers sitting there in Carolina. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.